Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Oh, hello there, and welcome back to another edition of Always Bet on Jack and Zach, presented by betonline.ag. Sign up for your 50% bonus by using the promo code capital BLEAV50. Again, that's capital BLEAV50 for that 50% bonus at betonline.ag. We're also presented by Mayweather Boxing and Fitness in Scottsdale, Arizona. Mayweather Boxing and Fitness is a highly intense, inclusive workout developed by the champ Floyd Money Mayweather himself. Head on down to Mayweather Boxing and Fitness in Scottsdale, Arizona. You can also become part of the legacy by owning your own franchise. Invest in your future with Team Mayweather. So head on over to Mayweather.fit for more information. You can always bet on Jack and Zach. It is NFL Divisional Week round, but I'm sure you want to gloat like the classless jackass that you are, you stupid son of a bitch. So go ahead. No, it the was... floor is yours. You actually turned 23 the other day. Yes. Hank and yes. I went out of our way to head to uh, the Newton in Phoenix yesterday. Hank, if you want to throw up uh, the wide shot here, here's our uh, our gift to you. What is this? Uh, it is a bunch of very famous voice actors and animation and uh, video games that got together and made a D&D show. I've been watching for a couple of years now. This is actually a very great gift. I was expecting just a gag gift, but this is actually a genuinely a really, really nice. All right, message. enough out of you. Okay. Enough out of you. You're okay. 23 now. But uh, what are we working with this week? The Cowboys lost. That was no shock. So huh? that's that's huh? what I that's what I wanted to talk about. Is because how it was, fun was that? It was it was it was close. I had a good time watching the Cowboys lose because that's what it came down to. The final score this week for the Oracle second win in a row. It was eight of 14 to six of 14. But that if Dallas. Had one by a touchdown, it would have been the reverse score. So if Dallas had, like, let's say, scored a touchdown, made six extra point, and then got a touchdown in overtime, you would have won. Or if they had just, you know, won the game. Hypothetically. It would have been a, or if they had just won the game, it would have been a, it would have been a tie. Th- so There was a great meme out after the end of the Cowboys game of the impractical jokers going, hey, Dak, run it up the middle with no timeouts left. And then the video <laughs> of him running up the middle and them just cracking up at the end. It's basically what it is. I'm not a huge meme guy, but that was pretty freaking hilarious. Yeah, that was a, I don't know if that every, play call made no sense. Every single year. It's it's never a blowout. It's never like uh, better luck next year. It's oh they always tease you into thinking that you have new a chance. creative ways to to choke too. To just it's never the same. Break the fans of every Dallas Cowboy fan across the nation. But Let's no longer talk about I won't so I won, but I said like I said I'm going on a playoff streak so it's not two 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 win streak is nothing. I got to match yours. So let's move on from last week. Let's move on talking about the loser Dallas Cowgirls. Let's move on to talking about the divisional games this week. And I'll start the uh, Cincinnati Bengals led by Joe Burrow going out to Nashville, Tennessee to take on the Tennessee Titans. The Bengals, uh, three and a half point dogs in this game, uh, over under 47. Uh, I, th- I'm tempted to say that the Bengals might pull off the upset, but I'm just gonna play it safe. I'm just gonna take the points. I say that the Bengals cover that it's within a three point game at the end. That that uh, uh, maybe hope to, whether Tennessee or Cincinnati wins. I think it'll be a close game. So I'm just gonna take the points, take the Bengals to cover. I'm going with the over at 47. I, I think we'll know more about Tennessee when we see how healthy and how unrusty Derrick Henry is. So I think this is a bit of a hard game to call, but I think it'll be close. I think these are two very great teams, 
and it'll be a close, fun game down in Nashville. I'm going to go with the over at 47, too. I don't know how accurate we've been with our over-unders recently. Because some of these games have been widely unpredictable. We're, 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 well, it's funny. In the NFC, we've been horrible. In the AFC, we've actually been great about over-unders. Which it's is weird because the AFC is so spread out and mm-hmm, wide open. Mm-hmm. It's just, yeah, it's, it's odd. But we're, we're about 50-50, just like pretty much never hitting on an NFC game and always hitting on an AFC game. So, so the Bengals are the three-and-a-half-point underdogs in this game. Mm-hmm. I'm going... Not only to cover, but to win. Oh. The Bengals are going to upset the Tennessee Titans, and here's why. So the Tennessee Titans are the number one seed in the AFC, and for good reason. They're a great football team. Mike Grable's done a tremendous job. Probably going to yes. win NFL Coach of the yep. Year, if I were to if I were to assume, right? Mm-hmm. But I think the Tennessee Titans just do not have the. Uh, I'm going to go back to experience, the playoff savvy. Derrick Henry, not in the mix. He, he not will really. play. Well, it just depends how. What condition he's in? Is he going to be Derrick Henry, though? That's, uh, that's, that's, the, that's what that's I'm saying. That's a big question. Right? So I, I'm going to go Cincy. I, I didn't pick Cincy last week because I just, again, I went with the experience. But Joe Burrow proved to me that even at home, the Cincinnati Bengals can win their first playoff game in nearly 30 years. 31 years. 31 years. 1991. 1991. Kurt Cobain was still alive the last time the Cincinnati Bill Bengals. Bill Clinton was in his first term. Bill Clinton was in his first term as the United States as president of the United States. What else? What else happened before? Uh, was a, was yeah. AOL a thing yet? I know text messaging wasn't a Facebook thing. Facebook wasn't a thing. Social I, media MySpace wasn't a thing. definitely wasn't a thing by ninety one. I think MySpace was ninety five. So yeah, it was. Anyway, the Arizona Diamondbacks weren't even a team yet. The yes. last time they made the playoffs, Houston Texans weren't a team back then. They were the Houston Oilers, the last playoff mm-hmm. game mm-hmm. that they played. That's right. That's who they beat in their last playoff win. That's right. Man. But uh, yeah. I'm almost tempted to change your mind and go with you and double down on the cover and win, but I'll just take the points. I'll, I'll play it safe. Um, and then uh, the second game, the uh, second Saturday game, we have the San Francisco 49ers, my beloved San Francisco 49ers for upsetting Your beloved the San Francisco yeah, be, 49ers? You're a Jets fan. Well, let's Cowboys. not mistake anything. Anyone you are a New York the, Jets fan. Anyone who beats the Cowboys is now my beloved team because fuck the Cowboys. Anyway, they are six-point dogs, and that spread is... Pretty wide just because we don't know about Nick Bosa's health. He's still under concussion protocol. We don't know if he'll play. We don't know if he'll be at limited snap. So that's a big reason why the spread is the way it is. Uh, going to Lambeau Field to take on Aaron Rodgers, AR-12, and the Green Bay Packers. I think the Niners cover. Even if they don't have Nick Bosa, which would be a huge loss, I still think it's within six points when the uh, clock hits zero. And uh, Packers still probably win, but I think the Niners... Because Packers, one weakness has been the rush defense. They allowed, I think, 9.6 yards a carry their last three non-Detroit games of the season. And San Francisco's running game has been elite, elite. So I think San Francisco will give them problems. So I'm picking San Francisco. I'm taking the points. I'm taking them to cover. And uh, I think it's the exact same one. I'm going the over in that game as well at 47. I think the San Francisco 49ers looked very good. Very impressive against a team that was supposed to be impressive, but constantly shits the bed when it matters the most. So I don't even look at last week's game as like an impressive feat for mm. Jimmy G and uh, Kyle Shanahan. Mm-hmm. I, I look at it this week going into Green Bay, going into Lambeau. My 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 tingle senses are kind of tingling right now, right? I, I think <laughs> Aaron Rodgers. I think Aaron Rodgers is going to put on a field day. I, I I don't think they're going to cover that spread. I think Green oh, Bay is wow. going to win by. 
At least two two touchdowns. Okay. At least by 14. Are you That's going with the go uh, over or under? I'm going to go over at 47. Okay. I, th- I think Green Bay is going to put up the majority of that of 47. Of that 47? Though. I think they're going to put up big numbers. Prove why they're the number one seed in the NFC. And why Aaron Rodgers is the best quarterback in the league today. No, I, I, I respect that. I respect that pick. I, 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 I think Nick Bosa will play and he'll make a difference, but I, I can understand that pick. But, uh, yeah, do you want to do the you want to uh, talk Sunday about games? TB12 taking oh on the God. Los Angeles Rams, who really ran roughshod over the Arizona Cardinals? I thought it was going to be a little bit closer, but the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers hosting the Los Angeles Rams out at Raymond James in Tampa Bay, Florida, the 14 and 4 Buccaneers, 13 and 5 Los Angeles Rams, the former. St. Louis Rams are the uh, three-point underdogs in this game. The over/under forty-eight and a half. Listen, Tom Brady in the postseason is a completely different animal. Oh Granted, God. he was playing a very, very poor defensive and offensive team for that matter on Sunday. Philly should not have been in the playoffs. Eagles. I mean, what was going on, mm. right? I mean, they were they were the seven seed, two yes. versus seven seed, so they they squeaked in. Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, Ian Simon, sorry about the Philadelphia Eagles. <laughs> They're just not a good football team. Dallas Cowboys. At least I knew going in what the expectation was going to be. Uh, the the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Being the three-point favorites in this game, the Los Angeles Rams have always been looked at, even though they're, they were, what, the five-seed, the, the six-seed? Five-seed, right? Four-seed. Four-seed. Four-seed taking on the five-seed Cardinals last week. They have always been looked at as, like, the underdog in the shadows, kind of lurking dark horse, as, definitely as, dark the, horse, as the yeah. team that could easily go to the, the Super Bowl this year, despite all the talent coming out of the NFC. I think that the Rams, I don't think they cover the spread. I think the Bucks win by at least a touchdown in this game. I do mm. think the Bucks are going to win at home. Tom Brady, I think, just, again, is a different animal in the playoffs. And Bruce Arians is going to lead them back to another NFC Championship game at Lambeau Field against Aaron Rodgers for the second year in a row. Uh, not to give, you know, any, any you know, disrespect to the Los Angeles Rams. I think it's going to be a close game. I don't see them covering a three-point spread. Okay, so... This is, I guess, this is going to be the game for us to watch together because I think this is the one where we first fully disagree. Uh, uh, I know I'm known as a Tom Brady hater because he's the luckiest player of all time, but I do respect how he's not he lucky is. at all. You know how hard that guy works. Oh my god, look, luck. Put Tom Brady's work ethic against your work ethic. He's going to win every not, single that's time. That's not the luck and work ethic are separate things. Anyway, besides the point, luck is when hard work meets think, opportunity, Zach. Yes. I, Anyway, uh, even though I do respect how good Tom Brady is in the playoffs and how different playoff Tom is, but the rosters, the wide receiving core is super injured. The right tackle got injured in that Eagles game. If anything, that Eagles game was a con because his, I think it was his, it's only a sprain and it's a, and it's a high ankle sprain. So it, it can be recovered, but if he doesn't have his right tackle going up against Aaron Donald and Von Miller, that pass rush will be bad. The defense has been Mediocre, say at least. I don't. Assuming I'm assuming Matthew Stafford doesn't make a huge number of mistakes after he played well against the Cardinals, and so I'm picking the Rams not just to cover and win. If it was a healthy Bucks team, it'd be different. I just don't think the Bucks are healthy enough. I don't think Tom Brady can carry them. And uh, I don't know what you said on the over under, but I'm going the under in that game at 40. Going the under at 40. I'll go the under as well. I think Tom Brady sometimes kind of gets scuffled a little bit with his offense, and it's a very good Rams secondary defense. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's going to be Great tough to put rush. up put up a ton of points, but I do think the Bucks are going to pull ahead. I don't think the Rams are going to cover, which leads us to our last game. The Buffalo Bills heading to uh, Kansas City. Arrow had probably the toughest place to play uh, during the postseason. The 13-5 and Kansas City Chiefs coming off a very, 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 very predictable win against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yes. Uh, Darnell McDonald <laughs> picked them to win 
That was, a, not a good, that was not a good pick. I mean, if you were that one guy that said the Steelers are going to win, even though Ben Roethlisberger and Mike Tomlin both said in their uh, pregame press conferences that it was going to be an uphill battle and this is probably going to be it, <laughs> that's never a good sign when your head coach and quarterback of two decades is saying, we got no chance. <laughs> they lost, uh, what, by 21, 42-21 yep, yep. at the end of the day? But they weren't, they weren't even close to it before. Those touchdowns came pretty late. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Kansas City Chiefs being the one-and-a-half-point favorites at home against the Bills, the over-under at 54-and-a-half. I'm shocked that the line's this close, to be honest with you. I know Buffalo put up the first-ever perfect uh, offensive game in NFL history yeah, against, against the New England Bill Patriots. Belichick. Against Bill Belichick at home. And considering the way that game in Buffalo went on Monday Night Football a month or two ago, I was shocked for them to put up 47 points. A perfect offensive game. First that's time in NFL history. Crazy. Maybe that's why the line's so close, and maybe that's why it's 54 and a half, considering both offenses put up as many points as they did last week against the Pats and Steelers, respectively. But uh, I'm, I'm going to pick the Kansas City Chiefs to obviously win this game. I think they are the better football team. It's close. I think mm-hmm. they're the better football team, though. I, I can sense that you're going to probably disagree with me. You're no. going to pick the Buffalo Bills not only to cover, but to win, right? No, I, I, but I literally... here's the deal. The Buffalo Bills, I think this is the end of the road for them. I think they've had a phenomenal season in, in, a, in an AFC race that was wide open. You could have easily seen them go to the Super Bowl. I just think this is going to be a very tough matchup with Patrick Mahomes, who's easily the best quarterback in the AFC. It, this is I've gone back and forth. So much. I don't even. I actually don't even have anything written down on my sheet right now. Like I, that's how undecided I am. But Mahomes and that Kansas City Chief. I just both teams have been a roller coaster. Both teams have had super highs and super low lows. So it's really hard to tell. It depends what team we're getting on there. Buffalo won the regular season matchup, but um. I'm gonna go with the Bills, not just to cover and to win. I don't. It's so predictable. I, I don't. I it, just said it. It's it's so close though. This one is is so close. I, I think Josh Allen will finally get over that Patrick Mahomes hump, and uh, yeah, I'm going the uh, over at fifty four and a half. You said fifty four. I'm definitely half. going the over in this. So game. you're going Titans Bills in the AFC Championship yes. game, and I'm going Chiefs Bengals. Yes. I'm going Burrow Mahomes. I think that would be a lot better of a selling it, point than no, be more exciting uh, Ryan than Tannehill taking on Josh Allen. No, you're right. It's definitely much more exciting. Yes, yes, it is. You want to get to the halftime report? We yes. got about five minutes to yes, work with we you. Will, we will run through it. So, this is our Michael Sarah halftime report. You have that Michael Sarah halftime report graphic, right. Hank with the pickle. What's on the, what's the haps this so week? So, this is a Michael Sarah um, adjacent halftime report. So, it just got announced that Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, the comic book and uh, movie directed by Edgar Wright, starring our beloved Michael Sarah, is getting an animated TV show. Uh, produced by Netflix, and there are rumors that Michael Sarah might re- be recast to the voice of Scott once again. So that is exciting to look out for. But like I said, we are trying to speed run this, and so once we get more news and confirmed casting, we will definitely talk more about that show in the future. Maybe do the half them record will come just a review of each episode, but that was... Maybe he'll be doing some promotion for it. Hey, that's true. We can get him there. That's how we get him in. Let me ask, though, not you. No, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. If I ask, we might have a better chance. Or if you ask, he'll be like, uh... He'll scared. He'll run away. He's like, oh, God, Hufflepuff, And that was... The, the Michael, Michael Sarah, Sarah Halftime Report. Cue out that Michael Sarah Halftime Report graphic. You want to close out with some UFC? Yeah, so, yeah. Francis Ngannou. Yeah. Arguably one of the greatest uh, heavyweights of all time, according to Dana White. I, I know he, he 
promotes it every single time. You know, Daniel Cormier was the greatest of all time. John Bones Jones, the greatest of all time, if he didn't have all the scandals on the mm-hmm, side. Mm-hmm. Uh, Francis Ngannou defending his title against Gane this weekend at in Anaheim at the Honda Center. Uh, there it is right there. Doors open 7 p.m. Uh, January 22nd, this Saturday, UFC 270. It's going to be fun, fun, fun to watch. UFC's been on a roll for, I want to say, the last 18 months with the fights that they've been putting out. It's been unbelievable to watch the role that they've been on, especially given that they were the first sport to come back um, 18 months ago with Justin Gaethje taking on... um, uh, I forget who was huge upset win, which led him to fight fighting Khabib for the lightweight title. Tony Ferguson beat mm-hmm. Tony Ferguson, yes. who was next in line, uh, and it really catapulted. You saw Conor McGregor take on Dustin Poirier this summer. You'll probably mm-hmm. see that fight coming up again because Poirier lost yes. um, uh, recently. So you'll probably see the fourth fight between McGregor and probably Poirier. Get- uh, Gaethje Oliveira probably is the next title fight. Gaethje Oliveira, which is going to be very, very fun to watch. Huge Justin Gaethje guy, um, as we are on this show. So this fight upcoming, though, I think Francis Ngannou is by far and away the best heavyweight. I don't think Ngannou stands a chance, even though he's the favorite. I, I agree. I, I'm with you. Uh, Ngannou plus 133 underdog, and I, I'm with you. I... I think, and the over-under at two and a half rounds, I'm surprised that's such a high over-under. I think this ends in the first round. Heavyweight fights, I think, always last way shorter than people think because there's just so much power behind all of those punches. It just takes one, just like you fall for one trap and just one good hook or one good jab, and you could be out of there. So, uh, yeah, I agree. I definitely think he defends his title uh, like without question. I'm kind of shocked that he's the underdog and that the over-under and round count is so high. I mean, that, that's Vegas with UFC fights. Dana White knows what he's talking about at the end of the day, so who who knows? Mm-hmm. Uh, Brandon Moreno defending his flyweight title as well. I want to give props to my man, Brandon Moreno. Uh, he's going to defend his title uh, this Saturday as well. I'm picking him to win. He's the favorite, and, yeah, and rightfully so. He, he's one of favorite. the most ferocious fighters in the world. He gave me a bro hug over the summer in Las mm-hmm. Vegas. It was like a rock. <laughs> it was unbelievable. I <laughs> thought he broke some ribs. What's your uh, over-under in that fight? Do you think he ends it in... Gets four and a half is the, is the over-under for that. Do you think he ends it in five rounds or less than that? I, I see it being a competitive fight. Okay, so I don't think it'll end before that. I'm just going the over in the yeah. round count. I'll, I'll go over rounds. in the round okay. count for sure. I mean, right. five impressive rounds between those guys is going to be very fun to watch. So, uh, do you have anything else for us, birthday boy? Uh, one last story. I just want to get your opinion on really fast. Uh, okay, I don't, have, I don't have all the time in the world, but I guess make it quick. Num- Thank you, Robin. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, real quickly, the number one tennis player in the world, um, Jokovic, if I'm pronouncing his. I've never. Yeah, he got kicked out, right? Yes. Yeah, so, he initially. So, Australia has, like, the, I believe vaccination requirements to enter the country to compete and he got a medical exemption but then once he arrived in uh melbourne for the tournament he was in customs for eight hours and then they uh and then he got sent back told told that he didn't bring enough proof of medical exemption and that the prime minister of australia was like we can't have people playing by different rules everyone has to play by the same rules if they if they, if they didn't if they had looked previously, I think more people would be on Australia's side. At least, you know, hey, it's a country's laws. You had to respect them. The fact that he was told he had a medical exception, you know, planned to go, trained all this time, thinking he was going to get to compete, defend his number one ranking at this big major, trying to get his 10th Australian Open title, and then just get detained for eight hours and just sent right back home. I, I think that I, I do sympathize with him a little bit. Obviously, countries allowed to have their rules and everything, but... I'm surprised it took until he was literally 
already in Melbourne for that to happen. I'm just curious. He's probably looking at Aaron Rodgers right now. Like, he announced on someone's podcast that he wasn't vaccinated. Like, why aren't they kicking him in yeah. out of the U.S., right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Greatest quarterback in the NFC. Nobody's going to do anything about that, right? All you could say is, like, well, I wouldn't agree with it. Mm-hmm. Or if he's getting kicked out of his own country. Yeah, he can't. He literally cannot compete. He, he'll probably lose his number one ranking for this. And he, you know, it'll be a big deal. It'll be if he And he wanted... had reasons not to, right? Yeah. It's weird. I don't agree with it. No, I don't he... think it's fair. I mean, I, countries have their own rules, but I don't think it's fair. Uh, it's that's fair, but yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting to see. It would be ve- it'll be a very impressive story if he ends the year with another uh, Grand Slam title and another uh, number one rank, despite missing one of the big major events. He's got that'll motivation a, now. Mm, yeah, that'll He's be got motivation. Great, so that'll be an interesting story to it's watch. It's like when out Brady for. got suspended the first four games of that Super Bowl season, yes, and then yes. Roger Goodell had to hand him the the Lombardi Trophy. It'll be very similar to that. It'll be very similar because actually the commissioner is actually of I believe the. Commissioner of Tennis currently is an Australian, so that'll actually be extra funny. It'll actually have a Roger Goodell moment to it, too, if he does win the Grand Slam title. Oh, wow. Well, yeah. enough out of you. We're running out of time. Sorry. We ran out of time, Zachary Kelly. But oh, this was uh, always bet on Jack and Zach. Shut up. This <laughs> is always bet on Jack and Zach, episode 481 of the podcast. Remember to head on over to betonline.ag for that 50% bonus using what promo code, Zach? B-L-E-A-V-50. Capital B-L-E-A-V-50, you stupid son of a bitch. (laughs) Hank, hit the lights. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.